Lizzie Richardson, fashion blogger to my style blog, Loved by Lizzie. Thanks for joining us on the podcast edition of Fashion Fix Live. I'm back with Samantha from Samantha Style Editor, Janine from Only Your Own Style UK, and Zahn from All Things Zahn. And in this episode, we're chatting about where we've shopped now that we're coming out of lockdown three in the UK. Who on the high street has got their changing rooms open? And actually, how did we feel about the whole experience? We also cover off what basic items you should own in your wardrobe and why, plus the key investment pieces we're planning to buy in the months ahead. We also have a fun chat about what to wear to a wedding as a wedding guest, because with 30 people now able to attend a UK wedding, it's highly likely you're going to end up in a photo album. The chat is live via Instagram, so please take that into account, as the audio may not be clear 100% at all times. Feel free to watch again on my IGTV, and thanks for listening. How are you gals? I know, hasn't it? I think, do you think it's all the buzz and excitement of getting out and about again? Yes. 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 And I'm, I can confirm that I am very party unfit after yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I agree with you. I mean, I'm going to let you in on a secret, obviously everyone else is going to hear on it. When I came back from Oxford yesterday, I just sit on the sofa and have a cuppa. And just chill out for a bit. I was knackered. Too much, isn't it? We've got to wean ourselves back in. It's mental <laughs> I think, physical overload because we have, well, I mean, I went out for most of yesterday and I was just very grateful for very comfortable shoes. Completely underdressed for the weather. It was freezing. Um, but yeah, just there's a lot we need to remember how to do. Yeah, I went out in heeled boots. But actually, I have to be honest, I didn't actually have far to walk because I had to kind of drive them bus it into Oxford City. So it wasn't too bad. But I think if I was going to Westfield or into London, I think it would actually have to be a day in trainers, if I'm truly honest. Kidding, where have you been? Where have I been? Well, where haven't I been this week? I've been out and about, girls. I've been, I've been, I've been downtown. (laughs) Um, I've been in Centre MK because my daughter wanted to go there on when did they open monday wasn't it so i was in the good old primark with her at eight o'clock in the morning on um, oh wow on that. well i knew it was going to be mad so it was actually did a good move no i didn't have to at that time but i went somewhere today because i had to pop somewhere else and the queue i don't know whether any of you know there's a shopping center called mk1 in milton yeah. Keynes, as well as the main shopping center and they were queuing around the car park to get in to primark but what was funny on Monday morning was when I went in and my daughter was like, I just want to get a few bits for school and that. And again, you know, I was interested to see that they, they I was worried because I know last time after they reopened, they had loads and loads of sale stuff, didn't they? But this time, yeah, there were, was sale, but not as much. Um, and there was lots of new, but this lady walked in, she went, I've been dreaming of the day of coming back into Primark when I came in and she was going. So, but everybody's mood as they were kind of, walking around the shopping yeah. centre was very uplifted. It was very different than previous lockdown when we came out of it. Um, so Primark, I've been to H&M um, yeah. in Milton Keynes, and I went to the one at MK1 today. They were really well stocked with all of the new sort of meadow flower range that we all have seen lots of and love. Oh, uh, we've seen them from Star this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
lovely, lovely pieces in there. Um, yeah, so not a daunting experience. You know, some people were really scared about going out. I didn't find it like that at all. I felt it well managed and I felt um, that people were kind of excited to be out and about. Yeah. So I don't know if you agree, because I think you went to Westgate like me, didn't you? The one nice thing about Westgate whilst I also feel like it has a bit of a London vibe which is one reason why I like to go it's it's there's a lot of fresh air isn't it you're inside but actually it's it's more undercover isn't it yeah it was I actually felt euphoric when I I felt really <laughs> emotional I, I, I did I so I got the training because obviously I was gonna have some cocktails <laughs> got the training to the city centre Ran for the train, almost died because I've realised that I am rather unfit now. The um, trainers or heeled boots? Which I was wearing heeled boots, which was my first mistake. Um, so when I got into Oxford, I was like, and I, I realised that I hadn't been in the city centre for six months. Like I'd not been there since October, and I felt, I I, I felt quite emotional actually. <laughs> um, I was just really happy to be there. And just to be at the shops and I bought stuff and I didn't even get moaned at by my husband I think because he knows that's like my the shops are my safe space I love so, it how yeah. somebody's put like when football came back for some yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly exactly like that it was yeah it was but we're going we're actually going Steph and I are actually going shopping tomorrow in uh Reading so watch out <laughs> I'm hoping that we might be able to get into Primark because the Primark in Westgate they were queuing all queuing around, around the block. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. It actually was entertaining those downstairs eating outside. It was actually entertaining them watching the people oh. queuing. Yeah, but yeah. Watching them like the, 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 like blue, turning blue because I was I went into Oxford Street. Oh, <gasps> oh, what was that then, like? And it was busier than I, well, I mean, obviously it was going to be busy, but I just wasn't used to it. And I felt like it was complete, <laughs> like, oh, you're too close to me. And then a lot of the people, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. Like the people who wear their masks like this, and so they know. Yeah. Just, sorry. Yeah. Can't get over but the shops are really well, um, they were well um, prepared for it. Um, huge queues inside Zara. I didn't go anywhere near any of the changing rooms. So I don't know what which ones were open or not. Um, people were queuing outside Bershka on Oxford Street, but not outside uh, Zara. They were queuing outside Urban Revive, Revival. Is it Urban? Yeah, yeah. Well, because that, they're not online and that's the only store mm -hmm. I go. actually think in the UK. It's a great shop actually. Um, so there were queues obviously coming out of the tube station and the first thing you always see is Topshop and that being shut down, that was, oh, oh yeah, that really brought it home because I mean there are a lot of things like, um, there are a couple of stores down Regent Street which I'm sort of used to seeing closed as much as it upsets me but that was the first time I'd actually seen that and um, yeah, it kind of brought it home. But you know something, I'm a bit surprised, I know ASOS is all online but they do have funds, don't they? Because they buy all these brands. It's all like, I am really surprised. That Topshop flagship store has been there pff, since yeah. whenever. And it's always, always crammed. I am surprised they didn't keep that going. Just keep I'm one. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so iconic. And I think anybody, exactly. stories that I've seen who's been into London and have seen it shut, they've all been yeah. there. 
oh, that's like, you know, our, our entire fashion. It's our childhood, we... isn't it, as well? Yeah. 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 I remember being, going there as a teenager yeah. and like saving up all of my yeah. money and going, going to the big top shop. Going down the escalator yeah. with all the music playing. Yeah. yeah. It is actually a destination point if you're yeah. a shopper yeah. like us. In fact, if anyone said, from another country where to go to london that would always be one of the ones on my on my hit list you know because it's just down the road from selfridges and all of that and correct me opposite um opposite liberties yes it's in that triangular bit yeah. but yeah that's going to be heartbreaking and then of course oh. there's the arcade just around the corner and um of course uh, other stories other stories had a sale on it was just completely cleared out and there was no distancing uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So we're changing rooms because, uh, funny enough, after our last talk about changing rooms, it was amazing. Um, people DM um, DMing me saying they want to know when we go out and about. So yesterday, I tried to, I I avoided Zara because they've had a lot of my money online. So I thought I'm not going in there. Um, but Mango had theirs open and um phase eight that um i spent some time yesterday they have all of theirs open this time round, and i did pop into john lois and they this time round, um they've got three or four of the changing rooms open in their big section so you can now actually try a lot more on yeah h&m was open um, yeah, right. good, good try on in there i took loads in I put it on there, but yeah, I did. Um, I felt sorry for the people behind me, but I thought it's been months, they'll have to cope. <laughs> and, um, and, but Primark, they weren't. Oh, okay. They didn't. Oh. I, I have to say, I didn't attempt any. And well, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit maybe out there and say that I walked into Zara and I was totally underwhelmed. Mm. Just maybe too much. I didn't buy anything from Zara over lock lockdown one two or three um so i was really looking forward it was like my main thing to go and see and i didn't see anything i, I just a, apart from maybe one pair of like soft jeans kind of thing but um yeah didn't see anything Oops. nothing that made you go oh, gotta have it kind of thing no, no and in fact um i spent more time in um anthropology oh my gosh, there's a bit of home shopping there as well, but just everything there, accessories, etc. Um, I spent a lot of time in Mango. If anyone is... I thought Mango had some lovely pieces. I love Mango, yeah. Classic pieces, and if mm. anybody has children that don't like wearing anything with stripes and spots and whatever, that's a really gorgeous boys wear in... And, really ridiculously priced so and all uh, cotton um sustainably sourced cotton yeah anyway so so um one of our topics we're gonna discuss is about ditching the loungewear um i know particularly the last two or three weeks i definitely wearing a lot lot less i mean admittedly towards the end of the day it's all back on when i sit on the sofa and all of that um but i am the last week or so i've definitely got back into my dresses mm. however on monday i think it was monday because janine i think i sent it to you didn't i it was reported that actually on the high street loungewear sales were up and um i saw a lot of denim on like pretty much every mannequin window it was just lots and lots of denim so do we think people are ditching loungewear because Let's be honest, the shops are open, the restaurants will be opening soon, but a lot of us, like myself included, are still going to be working from home for a good few months. So, Ginny, what do you think to 
to the ditch uh, the loungewear? Well, when I talk to clients, that I've got a number of them who say actually they haven't really been into loungewear as much through lockdown. So that's one thing. So I was thinking this through. The second thing is I think we've all got used to it and it's comfy. And people haven't, a lot of people are saying to me they feel they've got the lockdown pounds and that's a whole other subject altogether. And we kind of have to embrace that, don't we? You know, if we put a bit of weight on over these times, like, so what? You know, it's been the hardest of times. You know, if we've eaten a bit more and we've not been exercising as much because it's been winter and it's been cold, we're coming up to summer. Different story. So I think that's another reason why people are sticking in the loungewear comfort too. But also going out and about, I went to one of my favourite boutiques this week and they are still selling loads and loads of loungewear because people, like you say, Lizzie, are still working from home. And they're also selling more elevated loungewear. So as right. we know, you know, like the joggers, you can kind of wear with a nice pair of, and, and trainers are just, and the loafers, as we know, are just such an easy way to go give a high-low look to any outfit. So I yeah. think they're sticking around. But I know for sure, and, and you just touched on this too, is that come the evening time, I never used to be a wear certain clothes during the day and then change it in the evening because I kind of work from home a lot of the time. But now my evenings since lockdown are definitely yeah. out of what I'm wearing into yeah. my comfies. And I'm just going to say it, bra off and um, <laughs> a top on. I hasten to add over the top of that very, very quickly, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to... I love that kind of whole thing. And I wonder whether more people have felt that now. And that's why we're sticking with the loungewear. But as I say, yeah. the clients that I'm working with are ready to ditch it. They want to feel good. But I think it's early days, early, early days. And everybody's treading a little bit carefully at the moment still. I wonder if in a few yeah. months time, if we have this conversation at the end of summer, maybe it'll be different. It's also a lot colder than we... Yeah. So it's very easy to have um, like a hooded top and a really nice coat and everything. And I think if, you, if you're wearing it like that, um, as a layer, it, it works. Yeah, sort of the hoodie with the trench coat or the hoodie with the blazer, that's actually it. Yeah. I have to be honest, some of the trends this year with the baseball caps and the hoodies mixed in, I think they've really thought about current situations. Yeah. Like not being able to get your hair dyed and, yes. and, and stuff like that. <laughs> but Sam, you work from home like me quite a bit. How, what have you been doing? I have, so I'm wearing my jeans today and this is generally what I would wear because I was finding that when I was wearing just my loungewear, I was just feeling really like grotty. And the worst is that obviously I do styling for a job and the other day I had a meeting, a lunchtime meeting, and the dog needed to go for a walk and I was wearing my loungewear. So I was like, okay, I'll quickly just go out now. Hopefully no one will see me. I saw everyone I know. Like, I saw every single neighbour that I have not seen for months. Everyone was out. And there I was, basically in pyjamas. And they were like, yeah, one of them was like, are you all right? You look ill. And I was just like, I'm not wearing any makeup. So that would be why. So, I yeah. Confess, I've been putting on tinted moisturiser these days. Just, just in case you get that little bit caught out. Yeah, that was bad. So I'll be trying. And then I thought of my my old nan, who is sadly no longer with us. But she she was going to the supermarket. She would wear a blazer. She would get her hair done. She'd be like spritzing her perfume. I thought if she if Audrey saw me now, she would not be <laughs> she would not be happy about this. So yeah, I'm gonna try and make a bit more effort. I just feel better. 
Audrey when I... vibes going forward, Sam. Audrey yeah. vibes. Yeah. Audrey vibes all the way. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So hands up, who's managed to get their hair done? Does it look Getting like Getting mine done next week. Next week. When are you getting it's ginormous headband? <laughs> I'm like, the headband's getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> I think mine's probably going to be the worst date, May the 20th. Ooh. No, mine's, well, yeah, you are behind me, Lizzie Soz. Yeah, <laughs> mine's 13th, yeah. I no. did trim the fringe this week because the only thing I've managed to get done is my eyebrows. Oh, is that why it's so looking bad. Honky, the fringe was like down here to cover it all. Um, so I have snipped the fringe a bit, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to wait a few more weeks. Well, amazingly, I managed to get my husband. I phoned on the Friday and I said, look, you're going to have to wait until end of April, maybe May. And I got him an appointment on my... So talk about earning your stripes. <laughs> I, I did, though, get a facial on Monday. <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> That's a treat. It was euphoric. I'm what was that like? Honestly, um, it was by it was by a lady called Sophie from Oxygen, who I have to give a shout out. She does the most incredible massages and such heavenly facials using the Aveda products. I floated. I floated out of there. Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. I'm seriously thinking of booking a spa day, even if mm -hmm. I have to go completely on my own and not speak to a soul. I miss it. Me too. Definitely on my hit list. In fact, slightly higher than shopping, I think, at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on, Zan and I attended Samantha's Style Confidence um, event. We loved it, by the way, didn't we, Zan? Really? It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And um, one of the subjects um, Sam talked about was getting your basics right. And I have to agree. I mean, I haven't done a wardrobe week for years but I do like to get into people's wardrobes even if I go and visit friends and stuff and you'll always be amazed just how bad their basics are so Sam over to you what should people be thinking about absolutely it's honestly the key thing that I find is missing and it's so simple but it's missing from a lot of a lot of women's wardrobes so they'll have all of these amazing sparkly dresses and you know lovely lovely pieces but when it comes to wearing it, they lack the, the basics to actually put with it. So even stuff like a shirt, good quality T-shirts, a nice wear with anything jumper, um, you know, a dress that you can wear in the day and then out to dinner. All of these things, yeah, are, you can wear them all together, but also then you can use them to create more outfits with everything else that you own. So it's a blazer also, another favourite of mine, a good blazer, a trench do you, coat. Do you, do you have a particular colour that you like them to have or? For mine, yeah, I really like navy. Um, I try and avoid black because I find it really draining on me. But obviously it's just going to depend on people's natural colouring and, you know, burgundy. I think people forget that, you know, burgundy is a really good colour to have as a basic that goes with a lot of stuff so it it's up to the individual what they like and buying things that are the best quality they can get for their budget the yeah. stuff that will just it just makes everything work together in your yeah. wardrobe i have to say navy if people don't know whether a warm or cool skin tone i think navy is probably out of grays blacks navies and browns is probably the one that 
works across everybody quite well and there's something I think that's uber chic about navy I think it's really underrated I think sometimes navy is a lot more chic than black um so yeah I definitely agree with you there Janine do you have where do you recommend people to go for their basics any particular brands that you like well I do love Bowdoin for the basic classics because they're timeless obviously and the quality it's always brilliant. I mean, you'll have those pieces in your wardrobe. And I'd say that, you know, those, the, the classic basics are what you should invest in. You know, yeah. if you were going to dip your toe into a style or a trend, then maybe you don't want to spend a lot on that. But the things you're going to wear for years, those are the things that you should invest in. And there are so many great places for that, aren't they? You cannot ever get away from Marks and Spencers and their basic. And I have to say Marks and Spencers have got a really great double-breasted navy blazer this year as well. Um, so, yeah, Bowdoin. Um, and also another really good one, I think, in the wintertime is Uniqlo for thermals and things yes. like that to wear underneath. They're really, really good too, just for your... Great simple basics and your basic knits too yeah son who do you typically well, I, was, I would say uh Bowden and uniqlo as well um i was in uniqlo yesterday and the t-shirts are really good quality you've got every color under the sun and you just can't go uh, wrong with a just a proper tea on it but i think uh, i've discovered ivy um IVTs and they wash so well and they classic shape um so I'm, I'm living in those um but silk shirts I'm, I'm quite a silk shirt oh, yeah. and I love the Bowden ones but also uh, Windsor Windsor do the most beautiful silk shirts so um but the thing that I'm looking to invest in this year is beautifully cut because my shape has changed and I just think you can't go wrong with a really classic mm. trousers that you can point. dress up or down with a t-shirt or a silk shirt or whatever. But yeah, that is what I'm looking for this year. And I think having the shops have their uh, changing rooms open is really going to help. Yeah. That's something that needs to fit beautifully. Yeah. Although I have to say, I bought a pair of um, trousers from Mango ah. after lockdown too, but before lockdown after lockdown one but before lockdown two and all I could use was a tape measure and I was a bit like you unless I can try it on it's not going to work but actually I took several measurements and I was out of the tape measure in store <laughs> I didn't care at all spot on fit it's probably one of the best fits ever so the tape measure does work it shows think, yeah that's good to you know because I was but rather like, than just I holding them up right. <laughs> we're gonna go in lockdown before I can return it so um, my tip for basics, particularly when it comes to T-shirts, is I wear men's. I so much prefer men's T-shirts for two reasons. I like not necessarily the looser fit, but I find with a lot of brands, they make a lot of ladies white T-shirts, for example, in that, with that lycra that's really fitted and it kind of cuts in. Now that's okay, but sometimes you want a more straighter cut, that more, not the lycra element to it. You just want it a bit more yeah. crisp and fresh. Yes, well, I've got a more of a fashion edge to it. Yeah, it? and I like, mm. I prefer the round neck, mm. the crew neck on a man's cut compared to a woman's. I think, um, I just think it's better. But also, I find a lot of brands, Marks and Spencer's not, Marks and Spencer's are actually very good when it comes to t-shirts, and so is Gap. But typically, 
H&M and all of that lot. The fabric of the cotton is just too thin. Too thin, see-through. Yeah, and it's see-through, yeah. Yeah, and also, I'm a bit old school and stuff like that. If I can see the line of your bra and things like that, yep. just it's just not that stylish finish. I think that, you know, yeah, you. you can all wear clothes, but the, the thing that elevates it to stylish is 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 little details and stuff like that. And for me, that's a big thing. And I just find, particularly under a blazer, a man's white tee, Topshop, Marks and Spencers, and um, because I live near Bista Village, I pinched my husband's, they're Ralph Lauren. So, yeah. you know, they're the ones that I would, I would opt for. So, yeah. My husband hates that, though, because he, because I have loads of clothes, but I will, there's just something about wearing his T-shirts, and he, he go, he's like, is that my T-shirt? You're wearing my T-shirt again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two of my favourite black tees at the moment belong to hubby. It's yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Because you know they won't borrow yours. My husband <laughs> be worried. <laughs> he buys the American Apparel t-shirts. Nice, yeah. Terrible habit of shrinking t-shirts. So his come to me, and mine go to my sons. <laughs> my class and quite t-shirts because I keep shrinking them. So yeah, so there's a little system going on in the house. <laughs> Sustainable fashion, that's what I would call it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on to um, investment pieces. I mean, investment pieces can mean different things to different people. I know for a lot of people, they would automatically probably think handbag um, and stuff like that. But over the next two to three months, whilst we're buying some trend pieces for spring, summer, there's bound to be an investment piece that you're particularly thinking about buying out the shops are open that is really going to be in your wardrobe say for the next 10 years so is there anything on your hit list at the moment that you're that you're adding in um zan over to you well, yeah i actually did make an investment purchase it's something that i've been wanting for a very long time it's a reversible belt so black and tan on the other side um and i know i will wear it for the rest of my day so price per wear is there um i invested in the Valentino a belt but not the thick one not the thin it's yeah so it can fit through a jean loop because I yeah I mean the other ones to me are a little bit more fashion orientated um and it's just something that elevates I mean I've worn it with my dresses I've already worn it with my trousers uh obviously um <laughs> but also it's reminding me how to you like have a belt again because everything's been so loose mm. so like until we we remind ourselves to pull ourselves in that's why I invest in the belt as well, because it's training my tummy muscles to pull in. I know it sounds ridiculous. It really does. It's lockdown mentality. But yeah, so a, a really good belt. I think the loafers out at the moment, if you're going to get the pair, get a really lovely, really comfortable pair that you can wear through the seasons, because I think they're going to be here for a while. Um, and I, know, I see the trainers are just here to stay. So invest in a really lovely pair because they're here. Uh, it's it's not a trend that's going away anytime soon. Um, obviously, beautiful tailoring. So as in blazers or coats, um, I'm I'm a big coat fan. I always have been. So that has always been um, an investment buy for me. And like I said earlier on, this year I want to really concentrate on my tailoring in terms of the trousers. So I will be looking at mango, but you know, that's where I guess my my money's going to go because I've got all the frocks and, and, you know, all that type of thing. Um, but it's the, the investment tailoring that will last me season by season, year by year. That's mm -hmm. my wardrobe. Sam, have you, have you purchased or have you got something in mind? 
I have I have actually made a kind of a recent purchase. So I wanted this for about three years, I think. And when I had coronavirus in January, I was like, you know what, I'm going to treat myself. Even though I've got nowhere to go, I'm going to do it. So I got this. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a, actually a Polish brand called Shylak. And this is my little bag. And you can wear it like as a belt bag or just kind of a crossbody bag. Is it burgundy? Oh, it's yeah, it's, yes. it's burgundy. Yeah, it's and it's just, I just love it. Obviously, it's not been anywhere yet. But when I do go out, you can expect to see this everywhere I go. Because it's just a, it's not really a trend-led piece. So I, obviously I have a lot of bags that are, you know, I've got a fluffy leopard print bag, for example, which is... Which you'll be using at 90. You will. Yeah. Yes, I, oh, I 100% will. But this is kind of a bit of a departure for me because it is quite a classic. And yeah, so some... Like a bit like Zan, like some sophisticated tailoring looks for me will be happening this year. Janine, how about you? Is there anything on your yeah on my hit list? Is a a really nice because I love my cream. Well, you know I love my blazers and I love my cream blazers, but this year I want a really nice kind of double-breasted cream or sort of taupe-coloured blazer. Um, I haven't found the one yet because I'm a bit like I, I, I wanted to go out looking for it. I don't want to buy it online. Um, I got a lovely Ganny one last year that's my blue check one, but I want a cream sort of classic one that I can bring yeah. out year after year. Um, yeah. But one of my other favourite pieces that I got that I haven't worn a lot. Well, A was that last year, but I'm going to use I've already started using it loads this year. But these. You know, the Bellafrode jumper. Um, I absolutely love it as well. And I thought long and hard before investing in that because 300 odd pounds for a jumper is a lot of money, isn't it? I'd probably shrink it. But, well, I, uh, I like, let's, just, let's just hope not. But yeah, I do absolutely love it. Oh, no, that's cool. Mine actually isn't an item of clothing. Um, like you, I don't want to buy this online. I want to touch, feel, try it on and everything before really sort of making that purchase. But for me, I want to um, purchase a watch. I had one a few years ago um, that my father bought me. He, he, he's passed away. And when, when the watch stopped working, it was too much of an emotional attachment to go straight out and buy a new one. But I'm now kind of ready. I start, kind of have now got to the stage where I feel a little bit underdressed because I haven't got that that watch um but i think watches are very personal aren't they and you need to make sure that it the face is right that it's it sits right on your wrist and stuff like that so over the next couple of months i'm actually gonna really enjoy probably trying about 30 different watches and that before making yeah, any decisions yeah. look forward to seeing what you choose because it's yeah I, i've actually forgotten how to wear a watch oh what do you not just generally wear a watch then well no it's i stopped wearing one in the first lockdown and then by the when we came out of the lockdown i went to put it on and it felt like oh felt awkward and then i realized in december i was late all the time because my my watch wasn't telling the time properly <laughs> i have to admit in the office environment when i was in the office data because you're there's a clock on your laptop you've got well, we have two phones, one for work, one for personal. You've always got the time around you. But now when I'm out and about, yeah. sometimes it's really awkward to get your phone out just to quickly check the time. You just, you've got, to, 
you got too much to do. And also, I suppose a little bit with COVID, if you've been touching everywhere and you then don't want to be fumbling around trying to find your phone to, to work out the time. So I just recently felt like that was missing yeah. from from my look. So yeah, so oh yeah, I can't wait to um to have to have a go at shopping for that. Mm. So right, we're now going to talk. I can't wait to talk about this because everyone has a view about weddings and what to wear <laughs> to a wedding, and it can be. I hope you don't offend anybody. It can be um, very hit and miss what mm. you wear to a wedding. And I'm going to share a personal story about how my husband and I. I think we ruined some wedding photos from some really bad planning of outfits. I have to say, I like to think I'm a stylish person and I definitely know my husband is, but I think this was before we were married. So before the whole wifey tone came out of what are you wearing kind of thing. And he had a lovely gray suit and white shirt and then pink, you know, pink tie, pink handkerchief and that. I think I just had my colors done if I remember correctly. And I'd suddenly taken to the color orange. So you, you know where I'm going with this. So I was in orange, gold fascinator. I had platform gold shoes. So I was way towering over my husband as well. But can you imagine it? Gray and pink, orange, cream and gold. When, we, <laughs> when I saw the photos afterwards, I thought, oh, didn't go. We, we didn't go, do you know what I mean? We hadn't really thought it through. So the reason I wanted to chat about this, we're coming out of lockdown and at the moment only 30 people can attend a wedding. Mm. So the chances of you actually being in the bride and groom's photos has actually gone up. Because if you go to a big wedding, say 100 people, you might, apart from the big one, and maybe if you're friends, you know, like really close friends, you might not actually hit the, the photo album. But <laughs> now, you definitely, definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think how do you think people should plan to you know to wear for their wedding outfits as such so Janine I'll come to you first on this have you got any tips and tricks on wedding guests well I, I think number one is I think if you're one of the 30 you're going to probably be pretty close to that bride and groom aren't you really yeah you know uh, so you can ask a few questions like I would be asking if it was a friend if you've got kind of a colorway, because the last thing you want to do is turn up dressed in the same color as like mother of the bride yeah. or looking like one of the bridesmaids, because I've seen that yeah. before, you yes. know, or taking, if you've got young children, taking your children dressed in the same color as the bridesmaids, because then you look like you're trying to say, my, my child should have been a bridesmaid. So I think there's a lot in there to try and find out what the color scheme is. Not necessarily so you can match it, but more so maybe you can tone in and think kind of what you're wearing around it. Um, yeah, those are kind of my big things. And find out, is it a hat occasion or not a hat occasion? And oh, I always listen, But listen, you know, listen to what they're telling you, what their dress code is, because we had no yeah. hats at ours. And then we had a few oh, people, I want to wear a hat, because we had evening dress. It was a late afternoon evening Oh, dress. okay, right. It was like, well, yeah, but, you, you know, the bride and groom has kind of put a lot of planning into that day. And I kind of think when they set down a dress code, it's just nice and polite to, to follow that. And my one big tip, which I know we'll all say, don't try. It's not the day to wear white or cream and try and outshine the bride at all, you know, unless the bride has said to you, I want you to wear that. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, because so, um, sometimes you get these like white 
specifically white beautiful white things can't they but you don't want the bride to be there in the photo and then there's somebody else in white looking gorgeous I mean not so you didn't go looking gorgeous you know where I'm coming from yeah Yeah. so um I don't know about you when I got married I didn't ask anybody I knew what I knew what like my mum and my husband's mum was going to wear and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um but I purposely didn't ask anybody. I didn't want to make anyone uncomfortable mm. by me going, what are you wearing? Oh, I Which would have been a typical question yeah. of me, yeah. given the person that I am. But I intentionally thought, don't ask anybody yeah. what they're wearing. Because I don't want anyone arriving thinking, she's going to think I've not made an effort. And I have to say, I was blown away. Everybody had gone to town. It was lovely. Um, but I think for me, I agree with you. Stay away from white. Stay away from cream. I also sometimes, especially more recent weddings I've been to and stuff like that, I wear a dress from like three or four years ago. That way, I know when I'm walking in, it, the, the likelihood of somebody else wearing the same dress or mixing in with bridesmaids and that is going to be a lot, lot less. I just, or maybe by pre-loved or, or vintage, you know. Mm-hmm. Sam, do you have any tips on wedding guest attire? I think that's a really good one is wearing stuff from a few years ago but also when you're looking to buy a dress that you could wear to a wedding it's kind of wasteful to just wear it once so try and find something that you love that you can wear again so ethereal london obviously i have a lovely dress from annie which is like the perfect dress you could dress it up to go to a wedding you could wear it out for brunch or whatever um and then i have another one which is um a dvf wrap dress which is kind of in a classic pretty woman style uh brown polka dot which again i've had for a few years that you could wear that you know across Mm -hmm. a range of different events but yes don't wear white obviously but also i thought someone that was really classy at a wedding and showed how to do it was kate middleton when she wore an outfit she'd already had to mm-hmm. Meghan and Harry's wedding. I just thought that was a really classy move, really. And if you're, you know, my brother-in-law is getting married next next year, um, and you know, you want to, you want to obviously look nice at someone's wedding, but you don't want to. It's their, it's their special day. So I also think um, if you wear one of your favourite dresses, and typically some of your favourite dresses you don't get to wear to work or you don't get to wear all the time anyway because you, you cherish it so much there's something really enjoyable especially I, I know we're specifically talking dresses here and I know you can wear jumpsuits and things like that but with a dress sometimes if you find a dress that's not wearing you you know you're wearing the dress and it's not wearing you you can get on and enjoy the day mm-hmm. it's less about the outfit you know you look good you're wearing a dress it's you've had compliments about before so when you turn up you don't have to worry actually about what you're wearing you know it's fine and then you can just get get on and enjoy it Zan, have you got any tips that you'd like to share um well i i don't know many weddings this year uh so um but definitely yes please do not wear cream i have actually been to weddings where there have been quite a few people wearing cream and white I, I just do not understand that because it's just a global, um, you do not do that. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I think coordinate with your partner, like, you know, maybe a pocket square or something like that. Um, Fergus and I seem to be 
always either wearing blues together. We don't even realize what we're wearing, but yeah. Um, I think that's important if you're going out. But, but again, it's really, really key to be comfortable in what you're wearing because you're going to be going for the whole day and you want to enjoy yourself. Um, but, and to rewear, um, yeah. Rewear you can take those. a change of shoes. Oh yeah, I mean, we yeah. did that. They, um, one wedding, they had a different, was it like country dancing out of the evening? Yeah. And I remember my happy going, you don't want to be in heels all day. Believe me, you'll want some flats for the evening. He said, I'm not going to tell you what, because it'll be a lovely surprise. And do you know, I'm so pleased he told me that. I had just plain sandals on. We danced all night. I had so much fun. Yeah. You know, I'd have been gutted if I'd been in heels. Well, I, I was at a wedding. Um, it was it was my sister-in-law's wedding in, in Como. But I forgot that it's all little tiny little pebbles. And I had strappy, high-heeled shoes on and I kept nicking the bottom of my skirt because you're on these pebbles and I really <laughs> wish I'd had a pair of those black ballerina style to to dance I mean I still dance but I was slightly damaged afterwards by the time I was done which it's the sign of a good night um but yeah I think taking those little something to change into yeah to really boogie at the end but yeah I, I mean let's hope that we can start increasing the sizes of the of the amount of people who can attend the events yeah no definitely definitely right then gals well that's our chat is there any shout outs this week sam have you got any nice events on or out and about i am doing a giveaway tomorrow Woo! with a really lovely brand that i love so that'll be on my instagram first thing tomorrow um yeah and then obviously i'll be going shopping again tomorrow so <laughs> big thing watch out reading yes watch out reading she's back <laughs> janine have you got any events or any any brands you want to give a shout out to um i want to give a big shout out to thackeray's in northampton who are my favorite boutique to go to so if anybody is local and around here um, do pop along because they offer you know the best service in there they really do and really take care of you um from my point of view i did my big brand photo shoot with somebody yesterday i'm doing a few more of those in coming weeks um i've got an event a retreat event on the 5th of june as well that's coming up um nice. on a saturday so what's yeah, a retreat event so it's a Saturday and it's a whole day of styling in a beautiful location, countryside wow. location. So, um, yeah. Do you have to bring your wardrobe with you? You can bring your wardrobe with you. Not the whole, not all of it though. That'd be a bit much, but it's up to five, up to five ladies. So uh, right. on Saturday, the 5th of June. So. Oh, that sounds exciting. Thank you. So what are you up to? Um, gosh, I've suddenly gone blank. <laughs> oh, do you want to give a, a brand well, shout actually, out? Well, um, I haven't had the opportunity to go and see some of my favourite uh, smaller um, independent boutiques. So I want to head into Marlow next week once the children oh, nice. And have a little wander around and go and see a few of my favourites. And also here in Beaconsfield, um, I haven't visited Mira or Jack and Liza. I literally popped in and I gave Sam some some tulips to say happy and well you know opening day and then left because she was so busy it was wonderful to see oh that's good thoughts. that's really good. amazing so um that's what i'm looking forward to doing but also just one of it we, we touched touched on the fact that we attended sam's event i highly recommend you sign up for the next one because when i went to that event um on your conference and i i, I was 
was feeling like really I wrote less than notes, by the way. I was in my hoodie and I was being rubbish and I came out of there, I was like, right, let's do this. <laughs> I was, and, and also, I definitely looked at some of my purchases and went, okay, that's an emotional plaster that I bought right there. Yeah. That's ret being returned. So um, some fabulous tips, which I took away from that. So just had to give a little hand. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to give a shout out to um, a pre-loved boutique called Vintage and Vogue. I know the ladies are very um, well. Oh, yes, Yeah. When I talked a little bit about changing rooms being open, they DM'd me to say, oh, this is too. And it's true. You have to book in with them. They're not on the high street. So you can't just rock on up. You used to be able to just rock on up on their open days, but not currently at the moment. You have to book. But you can try on their pre-loved there. And I don't think I've ever come away from there without buying something. And I know the blouse that I brought a few weeks ago. Well, actually, I bought it um, not a few weeks ago, before lockdown, but only had the chance to wear it a few weeks ago oh my god i had so many people dm dm me asking me where they could buy it and, I was, and you have to go back and go no i'm sorry it's pre-loved you can't buy it anymore which is kind of i suppose kind of nice because you're owning something that nobody else can have but yeah some great finds at vintage and vogue so thank you ladies and i know we're going to be back soon for another fashion fix live and um so yeah so um, I can't see any questions or anything from oh, people. I think so. A big wave to anybody who has been watching. Thank you. I think somebody mentioned there about a Gucci belt. Is it an investment or is it just like a fashion piece? Just no investment. If you, I mean, in terms of all of these belts, they are. It's they've got a, quite a big price tag. You've really got to love it. And whether it's whether it's Gucci, go love the brand. Ross, yeah, go look around. But if you love it and it works Definitely. for your wardrobe. Then, yeah. I'll, the I'll... other thing I'm saying, I don't know if you guys will back me up on this. I, well, two things. Firstly, I don't bend my belts or anything to store them. I hang my belts so they stay straight so you don't get any creases in, particularly if they're real leather, yeah. you know, to keep them yeah. fresh. Um, but the thing is, I have two, three different size belts because some I wear really high up on my waist. Yeah. Oh, I suppose it depends on your body shape. I'm an hourglass. But you were saying earlier about jeans and wearing them through that. Well, that would sit a lot lower typically, my jeans. So you've got to work out if you're buying one belt, mm -hmm. are you going to go around the waist? Yeah. Are you going to go around the jeans? And I think you have to tally which one you would wear the most. Lizzie, that is such a good point. My husband bought mine for me and I wanted it to go through jeans. And I think what he did is he obviously measured something and measured it around my waist. Now, luckily... It just, it, when I say just, it is. It's yeah. like on the last two holes to be able to wear round jeans. But that's something I say to people definitely is measure round your jeans, a belt that you wear with that when you order on Gucci because it gives you, you don't get small, medium, large, you order it in inch kind of length. So definitely measure that because the last thing you want to do is invest in a belt like that and then get it and it doesn't go through what you need it to. But you've got an investment belt. You see, I've yeah. never gone Oh, there. I love it. The reason why is as soon as a belt, you know the belt hole that you put mm -hmm, it through, yeah. as soon as it starts looking distressed and tired. It doesn't. I've had my belt three years and it looks as good as new. As so do you think new. that's the difference between high street and designer then? Well, I've got the Gucci one and honestly, I know exactly what you mean on those things. The yeah. holes go and they pull yeah. and not at all. You would not know I've had it three years at all. And I have worn it and worn it and worn it. <laughs> Yeah, it's such phenomenal leather. And I love yeah. the fact that 
Um, I don't know if the Gucci one is reversible, but with the vanity no, one, the fact that I have two belts in one, because I really needed to update my black belt and I've never had a, a, a tan one that could go through. I've got a very skinny one. Um, so I feel like for that, for that price, I have actually got two investment ones and mm -hmm. I can, and I measured it, as you said, through the jeans. I actually used my husband's belt because yes, we've had lockdown. Um, <laughs> I measured it against his and I could use it with the jeans and actually wear it, when I wear it on a dress, I can tighten it up and it sits here really neatly. So yeah, okay. I think it's, I think that will make me more interested. I've avoided, because I am big on belts, but as soon as a belt looks tired, mm. it's gone. Because no. I think it's such an important element to have fresh and, 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 and I agree. you know, nice. Mm. I, haven't, anything I, tired. Look, I think the leather is just such exceptional quality. Mm. Well, I mean, it, depending on which brand you go for, that um, they, they, I mean, they do last. So, yeah, that's okay. Right. Well, thank you, ladies, and um, we shall chat again soon. So, bye, bye. Now. bye. bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of Fashion Fix Live. We really do appreciate you spending the time with us for all the fashion chat. You can follow all of us on Instagram. Samantha is at Samantha Style Editor. Janine is at Own Your Own Style UK. And Zahn, all things Zahn. And I'm Lizzie Richardson, your host for Fashion Fix Live and my style blog, Loved by Lizzie. See you again soon. Bye for now.